it's mixed martial arts. We are the artists. All right, we are back on Podbean. We'll give folks some time to log in. Obviously, on YouTube, we are still live and have been live for hours. Goddamn right, we are back. I don't know why Podbean has these weird, arbitrary time limits for things. Two hours for somebody calling in, three hours for a show. Good old Podbean. And now live from the Flash Forum on Yaz Island here in Abu Dhabi, it is time for the main event. For All right, here we go. Usman versus Masvidal. Everybody feel free to talk as much shit as you want during this one, as there's no way we're going to publish this as a podcast, being that it's going to be like 20 minutes. Holy shit. You guys see that thing that just popped up that somebody just put 200 grand on Masvidal? Yeah, I don't know what to make of that kind of shit, honestly. I'm a former degenerate gambler. And when I see stuff like that, I'm kind of like, eh, what? Really? I don't believe in fixed fights for the most part that everyone else wants to believe in. The only thing I believe in is relatively sure bets, like the guy that put a million dollars on Shevchenko against uh, yeah, I mean, I hear that, but I think it's more of a probability, you know, uh, legit mathematical calculation. I don't necessarily think that, you know, whatever, whoever her opponent was through the fight. And I think anybody that just bet money on Masvidal recently, it's because they think Masvidal is going to win, not because they think they know something that we don't, at least this day and age, I don't, I don't really think that's a possibility. And I'm pulling for Maz in this big time, but I just don't see how he wins it. Like I'm with I, I think I said. <coughs> really wide hooks, like in the clinch, him breaking free, if he can push off and not get sucked in and tied down with a, a single leg or just a body clinch because fucking Usman's gigantic. His fucking upper body is like a light heavyweight. <laughs> and there's just the I fact just that nobody's see. really figured him out either. No, well, he's, he's just he's complete. I and I dislike the guy, so I, you know it's not like I take enjoyment in saying these things. He's really well rounded, and he's really fucking big, and he's really fucking strong. So, you know, good luck beating him. Well, there's a really game. Is you know, from the time, 
I'm sure in most fights, Masvidal has a cardio advantage, but not in this one. No, fuck no. He's lucky if he's even. You know, and he's definitely weaker physically. And despite what I've seen on the OG lately, or UG, whatever the fuck, his clinch game is not as good, even though I like him. The only way he's going to win this is if he can break free from the clinch and throw really wide hooks. Left, right, left, right, left, right. <clears throat> Past that, I don't see a way for him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't yeah. see a path to victory for him. I'm with you. It has to be kind of that freak thing that happens. But it seems like the freak thing happens for Masvidal quite a bit. So, hey, maybe he pulls it off. But, yeah, with Usman, there's a reason that they had such trouble finding people to step in and fight him as he was coming up. He's he a scary yeah. dude out there. He, If you ever see the guy in person, he looks like when he's not cut, you know, cutting weight extreme. He looks like a fucking 215-pound ripped human being. You know why? Because he's a 215-pound ripped human being. That's why he looks that way. He's fucking huge. Weight, weight cutting nowadays is pretty laughable. If you look at boxing in the 1950s, 1960s, you look at somebody like Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano was an inch, if not more, shorter than Usman. And walking around weight, he's probably fucking 30 pounds lighter than him. And we look back on those days as, you know, the heavyweight champion of the world. These guys are welterweights in MMA. It's, I don't see a way to make it happen, but I really would like to see the whole weight cutting thing disappear from MMA. But I also haven't, I haven't seen a plan from anybody that makes it realistic for it to work. So I guess we're stuck with this. Yeah, the only thing I've liked that I've seen is the ones that are doing actual like hydration tests. Yeah, but who knows if the how who knows how accurate those are? You mean you're talking about one FC, right? Uh, Rich, yeah, I think Franklin it was. Yeah, but I don't even know if they've even really figured it out. Like, I think that as a concept is a cool thing, but yeah, you got to get to I where did, you can uh, trust in it and it it's doing what yeah. you want to do. And then you get into the whole who's fucking making the test who's uh uh Maz looks pretty good all things considered he he's never looked super ripped at welterweight so i really don't think the weight cut is going to be a thing to fall back on for him losing this match and i'd love to see him piece up Usman. i just don't see it happening yeah, I don't think Sorry, the weight thing was ever a huge thing. Like, 20 pounds, yeah, it's not fun. But guys knew 20 pounds pretty easy. Well, especially if you ever saw those YouTube videos of him and they were really popular. Him and, um, uh, Jesus Christ, gone brain dead. Um, him and uh, Cody, him and Cody training together. If you watch those, and um, watch after they kind of became a thing. You see him cutting weight in one of those videos, those U- YouTube uh, Miami videos. He's cutting weight like a motherfucker to make 155. <laughs> so I imagine he's cutting a lot of weight to make 170 at this point. But it's not like he's you know some 
kickboxer that has no experience cutting weight like wrestlers. He's used to cutting weight, so he's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I never thought a weight cut would be you know something that was really going to factor in here. The one thing that I will be interested to see is how he does deal with the wrestling at Usman. I like what Masvidal has done, having Bo Nickel out there with him yeah. uh, for pretty much his yeah. entire camp, and it looks like he was actually with him in Abu Dhabi. Like, not much of a better guy to to deal with like a a folk style and freestyle based wrestler like Usman than than pulling Nickel out. Yeah, I completely agree. It's that whole mixing it between that wrestling and tight takedowns and clinch and dirty boxing. And I, I, everyone has made an argument one way or the other, how this match is going to turn out, but I think it's going to be decided in the clinch. Obviously on the outside, uh, Masvidal has a big advantage, super tight and close. Obviously Usman is at least twice as strong at that area because he looks like a fucking 200 well, he is a 215, 220-pound man. I wouldn't even try to throw that dude around a fucking wrestling ring. Look at him. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I've got him by it's, you know, almost 100 pounds, and I, I don't think I would, I would necessarily want to wrestle that dude. And I really wouldn't want to yeah. wrestle his brother either. Jesus Christ, he's looking big behind him. No, his fucking brother's a goddamn ogre. Um, but yeah, it's pretty laughable when people watch this shit and they're like, yeah, they play it like it's a fucking video game. It's not a video game. I mean, Usman's double legs should be complete shit. What up, Sly? Well, thinks that Usman's going to lose. No, man, only the, only the guys that really want him to win think he's going to lose. I hope he loses. A little distance. Well, I don't know what they're picking, picking behind a distance, but if I think if George is going to win, it's going to be within the first three rounds. Yeah, I honestly think but, it, it goes beyond two rounds. It's a hundred percent going Usman. Yeah. I just get irritated. At, you know, he's taking his socks off. He's weighing in, or no, he's not weighing in. He's uh, scaling in there, what used to be weighing in, slapping hands. And you look at that guy. Yeah, he's 170 pounds. Sure. That motherfucker is 200 pounds right now, at least. And he's 200 pounds with like, what, 5%, if that, body fat? Oh, yeah, it's not much. Look at that guy. Like He's... Jesus Christ. And we hear shit all the time from fucking women talking about being models, about it being an unrealistic body type. And we don't bitch about it because we're dudes and we don't want to sound like a fag. But look at that guy. He's rehydrated, getting in to fight the the fight of his life. Look at his fucking body. I mean, my arms have looked like that before and my delts. I've had... I think I told you, Dalton, like I had traps that would make fucking Alistair Overeem blush. Uh, I had traps like a motherfucker, but look at his fucking abs with his pecs and his arms. Yeah, he's, he's still walking in, in with like a 12-pack. Nobody fucking moves around in normal life that way. It just gives a completely false perspective of 
how things are for people that move around in real life. And we have as big a gripe or bigger gripe to fucking women bitching about women, other women looking amazing in their bodies. That fucking dude, he's seriously, I guarantee he has to eat within the, le- the next, what, four hours? Or he's going to fucking pass out and bang his head on the fucking bathroom sink. Look at him. There's no fucking fat on his body. He's getting ready to fight on <coughs> Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, fuck that. <clears throat> Yeah, that guy is not a, that's just not a normal human. No. But I hope Moss pulls it off. I hope he does something crazy and pulls out. Yeah, like realistically, if I was going to bet this fight, I would be all in on Usman. Yeah, for sure. In the clinch, throwing hooks, wide hooks around the gloves. Because Marty does have a tendency to cover up like a stiff board. Uh, it'll be interesting to, part of it will be interesting to see just how how much ego Usman has coming into this. Like how much he will play around at length before sure, closing yeah. the distance. Because I think he may he may want to try to prove a point a little bit. I just hope he's not, you know, dumb enough to to do it for the fight because that's where he could get himself in trouble. Yeah, definitely. But like going back to the old days, watching uh, Manny Stewart as a color commentator on HBO, he'd make up his mind on who was going to win a match within thirty seconds. It was all about who established their foot movement, their jab, and their movements off their jab right at the beginning and since i don't think usman's gonna go to wrestling i could be completely humiliated here in a minute or two but i think this is going to be a stand-up battle and they're going to tie up and then they're going to decide pretty quick off their clinch game who's going to win and then it'll go from there whether it ends up being a five-round decision or a second round tko is probably up to how hard they work for it but that's what i see here I tried to unmute. I hit hang up. Sorry about that. No worries, Sly. I'm like stuffing my face eating here, so I didn't want to. What, did you get some late night Uber Eats uh, Burger King delivery? No, no, I don't have it that often. Can't believe they're actually giving that out as like an, an accomplishment as they're doing the introduction to the BMF uh, title. I know. I'm as big a fucking critic as there is of that shit. It's retarded. They literally invented it just so they could sell a pay per view based on it. I think that's crazy. I know. And I can't stand Usman. So like yeah. it's only the it's only the degenerate gambler in me that says all those things that I said about why he should win the fight. Like me rooting for a guy and sitting here as a fan, obviously I'm rooting for Mosfidal. So it throws you into this like weird headspace where you're rooting for a guy and it's a lot, I can only root for him because I'm not gambling anymore on fight sports for large amounts of money. 
so I can go with what my brain says who's going to win, but I can, you know, root against it based on who I want to win. When you're at a, those opposing positions, <clears throat> as a degenerate gambler, it's really hard. I'm glad I never got too far into that, but yeah, the few times that I did, uh, it makes it it makes it weird. It does, yeah. I don't see this going well for Jorge as soon as they lock up. Like I think he's he got into his own bullshit is what the deal is. Okay, decent leg kick. <laughs> He's trying um, kicks. Well, I'm all behind. I'm and like four, there it goes. Five. Oh, yep. <sighs> Actually, kind of surprised he came out kicking so much. It's like this I'm was always going to be actually if you did that. Yeah. I think he was trying to get him in before he got taken down. Maz does have an underrated game off his back, but I don't see him submitting Marty at any point in this fight. Yeah, I don't see that being a thing. It is interesting to see like what Usman's going to be able to do from this position, just knowing if nothing else, Maz at all should be should be good enough there to at least stall him or possibly get up. Maybe. I don't know. He looks pretty fucking weak. Flailing there off his back. I got up once, but uh, yeah. Yeah, after about a minute, it was about a minute, wasn't it? Of being on his fucking belly. Yeah. Trying to work his way up. Yeah. And the problem is, right? Like every time he gets taken down, that's going to increase because you're not, yeah. you're not fresh like this where you can make those explosive moves and, and try to get out. Yep. When I first started grappling, I was from a complete um, boxing base. And obviously he's not from that. You know, he's been training a long time for MMA. But when you're that kind of striking based, when you get taken down, it just seems like it takes three times the energy to get up as it does a guy who's been doing that their whole life and is working just to get up from a, from a wrestling standpoint as opposed to a survivor standpoint trying to get back up to strike. And right now that, yeah, he looks like he's – 40, 30, 30, 40% stronger right there in that clinch. Yeah, Usman's doing what he wants here. Yep. And that's a fucking horrible, horrible feeling as the striker backed up like that. Sly, did you just say you were at 240? Yeah. Oh, goddamn. I'm like a minute 55. Um, yeah, I'm 150. You're actually a couple seconds in front of me now, Homelander. Really? Yeah. That's the first time. Uh, yeah, there's something is completely wrong here. You're the fastest of the group. 
Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, see, like, that right hand that Usman landed, breaking from the clinch, that landed three quarters, and it was the one shot he landed in 45 seconds, that's not going to win the fight for him. So, you know, there is a chance he could lose even the decision in this. I just think he's going to dial it up in the next round if he manages to piss away this round. If anything, yeah, Usman could definitely tank this round, but at what point does does all the wrestling and clinch catch up with Masvidal? Like, the longer this yeah, goes, the better sure. it looks for Usman. Yeah. This one definitely needs to get his back off that goddamn cage, though. I'm, I'm such an arrogant asshole that I think that if I coached Colby, <laughs> Colby Covington, that I could coach him to be the champion. <laughs> I keep losing my goddamn voice, man. The last, like, five days, if I talk more than... <clears throat> if I talk more than a few seconds... I seem to lose my voice, but yeah. When I watch the shit, it's like okay, I see that I see X Y Z. I see how he could do this, that, you know, move this way, throw that, come up with this over here. I watch the shit, and I'm like, why the fuck am I not a box, a goddamn fucking boxing coach for MMA? But I think Covington, if he hasn't lost a step, if he listens to his coaches, he's extremely coachable. He's like a he's like the perfect fucking a dummy. Like those video games you play when you've got like a fucking, you know, 50 50 50 50 50 dummy that you fucking throw whatever like I want to throw stand up on him here 10 points, I want to throw 10 10 points on him here to, there or whatever. He's right. like the same height, his his fucking wingspan is perfect. Everything about that dude is like the perfect fighter. It's just his head. And when you watch him, he you know, he should have beat Usman. And I think that if he – I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. I haven't really been paying attention to all the MMA uh, shit that's been going around, all the videos you could watch for Chael Sonnen talking about him. So I don't know what exactly is going on with him in his personal life, but he's pretty much he, – he's almost like a uh, – he's like a blank sheet. He's like a ready-to-be-painted fucking – yeah, like I hate his. Sorry, I hate I'm watching the fight now. Yeah, but yeah, if he, yeah, as he has left ATT, if he finds the right camp, he probably is the guy that could beat Usman. Because I don't see who else in that division has a very good shot right now. Yeah, I, I agree. He's got fast hands, and he can work on turning those over into better power shots. People that say like your bone power, yeah, absolutely, but you can also work on it. And Usman and fucking even Masvidal. He wasn't born with power. He worked on it, and he turned how to. He learned how to turn it over with technique. That's why he wasn't knocking dudes out left and right early on in his career. But these guys don't have any more power than Colby does. Naturally, they just got to work on it. And Colby is fast, strong, athletic. The dude could definitely be a champion and a long reigning champion. 
he'd have seriously hard fights with somebody like Usman, style-wise. But people that want to, like, dog on him or say shit about him, it's for political or personal reasons. The guy is really fucking good, which he showed by losing a very close match with Usman where his... Dalton, you ever you ever find out? I've I've never really read into that or checked into it. Did Colby actually break his jaw or did he not? I don't know. I I saw things both ways, and I never saw anyone like yeah. correct it either way. So I have no clue. I've seen like people ultimately arguing that he didn't break it and that he did break it, and that Usman broke it, and that it was from his fucking tooth down to the bottom of his jaw. And I'm not. I'll go ahead and I've broken my jaw almost that way. And it's not because I'm a pussy. So fuck the people that say like, you know, acting like he's a pussy that his jaw broke. Well, if you the bone broke, then it broke for whatever reason, whatever angle you got hit with it. My jaw has been broken that way before. And it's not because I'm a pussy or quit. So all, all the arguments about that don't, if, if it actually was broken, I have a higher opinion of them than I would have otherwise is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you. You could never you can never call someone a pussy for a legit injury. Yeah. Like those things fucking happen and I don't care how badass you think you are. If all of a sudden you get some broken ribs, like you're going to not be a badass anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know that will happen. Rib, ribs ribs hurt. Ribs are the fucking worst because you can't escape the pain. Everything else no. you can like yeah. at your shoulder or whatever and get into a position where you're okay. Like you can't just stop fucking breathing for your ribs. I agree. I I will say that the wrong kind of shoulder injury is like a thousand times worse than a rib injury. But the thing about a rib injury is that you can do you can do nothing when it's bad and it's in the wrong spot. There's nothing you can do. To make and it feel it will, better. It feels really slow in the ribs, too. Yeah. You just take whatever fucking uh, Percocet or whatever they fucking gave you. You take it and you fucking try to lay down and hope that you don't roll over in the middle of your sleep to fucking stang it and make you, you know, sit up and scream. But, there, yeah, there is no magical cure to broken ribs. That's why when it's funny when you see these fucking professional fighters talk about it and say like, well, yeah, you just need to get up and tough it out. I think it, <coughs> I want to say the first uh, Ultimate Fighter I ever watched was the second season uh, recap. I think it was when Joe Stevenson, I, I think that uh, Randy Couture and um, – Chuck Liddell were the coaches, but I'm not sure. I just know that like Joe Stevenson was swinging around some heavyweight. Oh, Mike back. Whitehead. They did the jujitsu thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yep, yep. And that was, the other, that was Franklin versus Hughes was that season. It, it was Hughes' yeah. team that did that. Yep, because I want to say that uh, – the guy against that they thought was going to be against um, Stevenson was the fucking wrestler that worked in Franklin's camp for years after that. Um, it was uh, Gurgel. Uh, yeah, Joe Gurgel or Joe Joey, whatever Joe Gurgel is that his name? Uh, was it Jorge? Maybe George. Jorge. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
I just remember I'd gotten through my second, my second ever shoulder surgery. My uh, ex-wife, my wife at the time, brought me home. We got home. I got, you know, I inside. I fucking hobbled up inside, walking through, because I was one of those dumbasses that after the surgery, I was like, let's just get the fuck out of here. I want to get out of here. This is horrible. Let's get out of here. And so I left probably 45 minutes before they wanted me to. And we were probably an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes from the surgery center. And she got me home. I went inside. I barreled into a, my uh, recliner, my lazy boy. Got in it because we talked about it. You know, that was how I was going to have to sleep. And the fucking uh, neighbor dog <laughs> barreled in through the front door. It was probably my favorite dog and it wasn't even my dog <laughs> but the neighbor dog came in through the front door he jumped up on my lap and smashed into my shoulder that had just been surgically repaired oh, after right. that yeah it was pretty fucking funny and then uh you know i'm doped out of my mind between the anesthesia anesthesia and the fucking drug addicts the drug <coughs> the drug medics and uh it's like no just leave them the fucking dude fell asleep on my lap and like 10 hours later I woke up and there's a 75 pound Labrador laying on my fucking hips on nice. my side after I, yeah, I got out of my shoulder being put back together. Yeah, this is, this is not yeah. where, well for Masvidal. That yeah, yeah. last round is exactly what you, you, see you where, talked about. Yep, you see Usman throwing those shots then initiating the clinch. He's doing those foot stomps, which everybody knows in here, me, Masvidal, Usman, and everybody else watching this. Those foot stomps are just to get you to shift your body weight. Yeah. Yeah, that's old school Marco Huas. And you're right. They were never. never. 345 now. Uh, That's actually exactly where I am. Yeah, in between rounds, I wasn't paying a ton of attention, but looking in Masvidal's corner, it looks like, yeah, he was already breathing pretty heavy. Yeah. I don't think he was ready for, you know, two, essentially two full rounds of just being, you know, leaned against the cage in kind of that clinch position. He's yep. he's not going to have a lot left on those punches to, to pull something off here. The only way you come out of that better than they are is if you can manage to do that and exert 20% of your energy. And that all comes with leverage and being in that position a thousand times. And he looks like his arms are tensed up way more than they should be in that position. And he's going to be gassing himself out, which is what Usman's trying to do to him. Usman is holding his hand up on the cage there. They're both fucking exhausted. You see that, guys? I don't know where you are in time. They're both fucking exhausted, and they just acknowledged it. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Usman is really fucking tired. I'm surprised Usman is as tired as he is. Like, if anything, it's a lot though, of fucking you... effort, man. That's oh. a lot of effort moving a dude around like that, though, you know? 
They've been at sea level for a while now. How long have they been on this island, Ryan? Uh, they both got in early this week. They haven't been there as long as some people have, but... But that's what everybody thinks when they watch this kind of shit. Like, yeah, he's tired. He's more tired than he should be. Get locked up by a fucking dude that's trying to kill you. You know, like when we see them and it looks like it's a video game, you know, some of us, which all of us on the call know, you know, that's, it's not that way. That dude's trying to fucking pick you up and smash you on your head. If he could, the only reason he's not is because you're resisting it. Right. Yeah. That, that is a terrible position for both people that are in it as far as, you know, exhausting your gas tank. The good thing for Usman is being in that position He's burning less fuel than Masvidal is trying to prevent what yeah. he's doing. Yep. I mean, I've said for a long time, if I'd started out boxing, I probably would have quit earlier than I even did. I'm sorry. If I started out doing MMA instead of boxing, I probably would have quit, quit even earlier than I did. Well, it's just Jesus crazy Christ. how different like the – the worlds are it's like i obviously had been wrestling since you know five six years old but when i started training some boxing and some kickboxing like i'd have to go out and do like a minute of sparring and it felt like i just went through like a 20 minute wrestling match yeah definitely the only thing that helped me was i'd grown up doing what i what i didn't realize was wrestling you know like uh I remember watching maybe 10 years ago. Um, it was some uh, Uriah Faber fight. And he got some dude in a bull, bulldog choke. I remember watching it being like, yeah, that's exactly what I used to do to guys in the playground when I was 12 years old. That's exactly what I used to do. And they'd fucking tap out, bitch and moan, and ask me to let him up. And, you know, looking back on it, it was like I was doing a bulldog, bulldog choke but I just didn't know what fucking jujitsu was back then. And yeah, it's a tree. The truth, you make somebody uncomfortable enough in whatever position they're in and they'll, they'll tap and you watch early UFCs where they get neck cranks and all those kind of things where they don't really know what exactly the damage is going to be when it finishes. Then you watch it now and it's, it's, it's completely different. Well, yeah, people they, wanna, when the can opener was a thing. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, imagine Mark fucking Coleman being on top of you in your hips with all his 248 pounds of roided fucking muscle trying to rip your head off your fucking neck. You know, yeah, I'd tap too. Yeah. Yeah. You're cutting out, Dalton. Painful. Oh, am I? Or are we good now? We're good now, I think. Okay. Probably just a little ways away from the microphone here. Yeah, okay. But yeah, you know, yeah, claim that and say it away from whatever microphone you were near. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. I finished, I was throwing these elbows into his face and the buzzer rang. Yeah, you mean the buzzer saved your fucking ass? Guy's a fucking gorilla. It's pissed on all the time, but one of the most entertaining UFC fights is this, the, rematch so the first fight in the ufc between um coleman and shogun it is sloppy but it's pretty fucking entertaining 
Shogun stopped him, I think, in the second round. Might have been the third. I could be wrong. But I want to say the second round with a TKO. Hit him with an uppercut that eventually dropped him, finally, and threw some ground and pound. But I remember even Joe Rogan being like, this was a sloppy match, on all, talking all this shit on it. And it's like, yeah, well, how many guys in the UFC fight this way? It was very entertaining. It was a fun fight, and it, it also had that good story of following up that fight in, in Pride where where Shogun yeah. broke his arm. Shogun got his fucking arm broken, man. I don't know that I would have ever competed against anybody ever in any format of any discipline ever if my arm had been bent that way. You know, I've had... I've only had three or four injuries that are even close to that. And I'd be like, nah, I'm done. I'm good. Fuck this. Well, you could make, you know, $32,000 over the next six months if you don't take this fight. Or you could take this fight for $32,000 and possibly be crippled forever. Eh, okay, that's an easy decision. I'll take the not crippled forever and the <laughs> whatever decision allows me to work for a while and make the same amount of money. Yeah, that was a rough one to watch. It was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Although probably if one of we the didn't know that was the broken arm, the Tim Sylvia broken arm, just watching it break. Well, yeah, that that was just over the top. It was, you know, I'm not one of those guys, but it was kind of like you didn't need to do that. You did that because you wanted to make a point to Sylvia. Right. You know, he'd been disrespected and talked shit about. He didn't need to break his fucking arm. That was just, that was a personal thing. Whatever the shit he's got going on. And that's why everybody wanted to smash his fucking face afterwards. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is this just is looking not... pretty. Yeah. It's looking pretty fucking predictable. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is 50-45. Yeah. Unless somehow Masvidal comes out to begin the fifth and throws some Hail Mary as the first strike and lands. Like, yeah, yeah. there's zero chance for him here. It, it would be one in a hundred thousand chance. He's happy taking his paycheck and getting a fight after this where he can say that he wasn't at a disadvantage because of short notice <laughs> and um yeah he positioned this well like the fact that he can yeah. leave this fight saying hey i took a fight against the guy that nobody wants to fight on less than a week's notice and you know yada 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 and the weight cut was terrible and he'll be able to do you yeah. know some sort of fun fight either with another fight with diaz or whoever the fuck else they want to throw in there that's not a guy as good as uzman and he'll make a bunch of money again. Yep. Time as some of these other guys, you know, at his age to, you know, to make money. So it was a good move. Definitely. Oh, he had a little bit of a flurry there, but nothing big enough to, to hurt Usman. His hips look like a fucking bantamweight. If you want, I mean. I'm not into that kind of shit, but if you if you look at Masvidal's when they square up for a second when he moves his hips like that, he has the lower body of a fucking bantamweight. 
and this is coming from a dude who's always looked like a fucking flyweight <laughs> from the thighs down. Looked like a fucking welterweight at best in boxing above that. So I'm not some guy that's like, yeah, look at his weak ass legs. It always annoys me. But yeah, Maz looks like a fucking bantamweight from the upper abs down. Well, that in the second that they actually get into any sort of clinch or grappling exchange, like you, yeah, you see that huge difference in strength. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can't really, really blame Moz for that. I mean, Usman is fucking gigantic for a welterweight. He doesn't look at, you know, when he's cut down all the way and then closed, but that dude's fucking upper body, he looks like a fucking linebacker. It's gigantic. Yeah, his back and his that, shoulders where all that power is coming from. Yeah, he is, yeah. He is massive for this weight class. And I've heard people say on the forum, you know, like so-and-so didn't look nearly as big as I thought they would. Well, what do you think they were going to look like? They cut down to, you know, like GSP. GSP didn't look anywhere near what I thought he was. You mean the dude that's five foot ten on a generous measuring day that cuts down to 170 easily and has never failed to make the weight? That five foot nine and three quarters dude that weighs 100 <laughs> – <laughs> 171 point whatever three quarter pounds you think that dude isn't that big yeah okay whatever and Usman looks like he's fucking 10 pounds solid 10 pounds of muscle above what GSP was on his best day guy's fucking huge but yeah, he has just uh, enough leg muscle to make his legs work properly for MMA and well, he has that, the it's all build body. for that. Like genetically, you can see, yeah, he's not going to carry a lot of his weight in his legs and his ass. So he's yep. allowing himself that he can have all this extra muscle, like in the back, in the shoulders, where you're generating power. And he's a good enough wrestler that he can use the leverage to where he's not as strong in the legs. He's going to be able to use the leverage and use his back to get where he needs to be. Yep, for sure. I'd love to see Moss come out here and do something. John Jones has no legs at all, but it's going to be tough to overpower him. Well, John Jones is one of those fucking freaks. You you just can't explain anything that he does. Well, yeah, anytime you have a family of three brothers and they're all professional athletes, like, yeah, there's something different in that gene pool. But uh, even his fucking high jump where he lost to Forrest on on those – on that UFC challenge. I don't remember what it was. I want to say it was some kind of fucking dunk contest and Forrest Griffin could do it and he couldn't. So then they, they did, I think they did the slap, um, the high jump thing, the symbol, whatever the fuck, the rap, the raps. I think he managed to do within like five or six inches of Forrest. But Rampage couldn't dunk that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk to you guys at the same time as watching this fight. I'm completely distracted. We're all in the same same boat here. Maz looks terrible. Am I the only one that thinks Maz looks terrible backing up oh, like that? Oh, he does. Like, 
Well, and he's been there pretty much most of the fight. Like you can tell that he yeah, but, pretty early and has pretty much just resigned himself into yeah. the fight. His only chance was looks, his, his back always had to be to the center of the octagon. Yeah. I just, I guess I thought a little more would happen the start of this round. This is really bad. Yeah, he came out with with nothing, and he's not getting up from here. Not not this far into the fight. Like this is. Yeah. I think we're looking at the end yeah. of the fight right here. Yeah. It's all up to him. You know, he can survive this round. If he well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get stopped here. It's just I think this is where we're oh, going he, to get three minutes. He absolutely could if he actually tries to do something offensive. Just whether he does this shit. Man, that sucks right there. What sucks is everybody watching this is watching that and saying, like, oh, that's not that bad. You want a fucking 220-pound gorilla on top of you putting his hand down around your throat? Well, he pulled it up away there. Never mind. But 220-pound gorilla moving your arm down to one side while you're, you're trying to work the other one up and he puts a thigh down over it. Yeah. He just rotated pretty well. Yeah. I can't even hear the play by play. So I have yeah, no I idea what the, what those guys are saying. Yeah. I can barely hear it. I'm probably completely contradicting whatever those faggots are saying. Or as like Jay would say, he's in side guard. <laughs> Isn't that what he said today? He's in side guard. Yeah, I'm pretty Usman's sure that's Jay is. Side guard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so pretty much at this point, he's doing whatever the fuck he wants to. But he has to know he's not going to get that choke. So he's just holding him there yeah. to basically say, fuck you. I can hold you here till the end of the round. This is where this kind of this kind of shit gets boring at this point. Right. And it's not something that, like, as a ref, you're going to separate him because you're still in something that, you know, can threaten. Yep. Not going yep. to. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, whenever I see Lu Usman at that angle, I'm like, what the fuck? My legs are bigger than that. <laughs> what the fuck? How is he so goddamn strong? Which is, I assume, what the rest of those guys are thinking when they tangle up with him. Yeah, I'm sure people when they're you know watching tape and everything else, they're just thinking in the back of their head and like, oh no, I I'm stronger than this guy. Look at his fucking legs. Yep. Then they get in there and they go, oh shit, and it's five rounds later and they lost the fight. Yep. I somehow transitioned weight from my hips to my legs really well naturally, because against guys that were actually good at it, I was weak as fuck. But competing against them. In grappling, I did really well. 
and they couldn't figure it out because they, those fucking nerds, which Sly, you probably know the, the people I'm talking about, those fucking nerds would hear about you. <laughs> oh, God. Are you guys seeing this? This after the fucking bell, shaking hands, trying to talk shit. Like, you guys yeah. just put everybody to sleep. Why the fuck are you acting like you're badasses? Anyway, um... Wow. It's I'm been back a now. Time. I was away for a minute. By the way. Yeah, it was a pretty let down card. Usman by two or three points, most likely. I did. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 50-45. Like, I don't remember a round that Moswell uh, did. I wouldn't be either, yeah. Yeah. The first, yeah. The first round and the second round, I could see somebody who was rooting for him, scoring him that way. But, yeah, they were down after that. And after Edgar Penn won, I don't feel comfortable uh, scoring any boxing match or MMA fight. Yeah, that is the trouble. Yeah, you never know what the fuck these judges are going to do. Yeah. So I don't even think the worst judge can get this one wrong. Like, I don't think anyone could give this to Masvidal, even if they tried. I don't see how, yeah, but you never know. Yeah, he'll, uh, Masvidal will probably win one of these rounds at, uh, at the most. Yeah, at most, yeah. Yeah, I always love it when they fucking hold each other's hands and hug. It's like, motherfucker, if you ever said shit about my wife when I was married, when I was like 28, you talk shit about her repeatedly and say shit about my kids, I'm not going to fucking hold hands with you and hug with you before a goddamn decision is made. I'm going to try to grab you by the throat and break your goddamn neck. Shit always bothers me when watching this. It's like, I knew fucking three months ago that you weren't serious about hating this guy. And fucking Masvidal clapping before the decision's even made. Yeah, we knew. Okay, thanks. <sighs> what was the scorecard? I just it heard it was unanimous. Yeah, I heard it unanimous. I didn't hear the actual score. Probably 49-46, 50-45. 49-46 and probably one bullshit card in there, 50-44. So he can go up and bear hug some fucking guy holding a microphone. Good point in the chat. Remember uh, at the beginning of the fight, that guy that dropped 200 grand on Masvidal? Yeah, I bet he's having a, a fun night now. Yeah. Well, he deserved that result. Who the fuck would draw, drop 200 grand on Masvidal in that fight? Unless you knew something. Either that or just an absolute super degenerate gambler that is one of those guys that all of a sudden he just had that premonition of, no, this is absolutely going to happen. 
True, but those premonitions only happen like one out of fucking 2,000 times. So he'd have to be a pretty new degenerate gambler to make that stupid fucking bet. Right. But I hear you. Yeah. yeah, it's that same idiot that'll be, you know, like at a at a blackjack table that all of a sudden, you know, like doubles on 14 because he knows the seven. <laughs> yep, I've been there, man. My fucking. Uh... <laughs> uh, my bachelor party for my wedding, for my wedding, I had a bunch of friends. We had various bachelor parties, but the one for my specific wedding. Was pretty much there, yeah. Got out to Vegas, flew in, been betting for like six or seven hours. Everybody was drunk and shit faced, and one of our buddies was way up <laughs> on a <coughs> table at the Bellagio. And seriously, within it couldn't have been three minutes. <laughs> it was probably more like two minutes. We all lost our fucking life savings in those two minutes. Him, him throwing down cards and us doubling up. It was fucking brutal. It was terrible. But, you know, he's preparing. All these guys are preparing for one guy. All right, so Usman's talking, whatever. I think uh, it's damn near 2 a.m. So, Homelander, appreciate the call. I think we're going to shut this bitch down. Been going since uh, 6 p.m. Yep. But uh, this was fun. We will definitely do this uh, again, even even with Jay pussing out. So, uh Everybody that joined throughout the night, appreciate it, guys. We will be back at 6 p.m. tomorrow for the normal show. Everyone, be sure to show up and give Jay shit for not being part of this. Uh, but other than that, this has been the Other Ground Life Fight Companion Edition. Have a good morning. <laughs>